Hey, it's your boy Mike, and stay tuned for another edition of Can We Keep It Real? A jury found former mob boss Francis Cadillac Salemi guilty in a 93 gangland slaying of Boston nightclub owner Stevie DeSaro. Stay tuned and listen. Who else? Bobby DeLuca is going to testify. His reign is not over. Bobby DeLuca plans to go through the whole New England Mafia or whatever else he knows that's left of it, but he plans to take down the next one, Monocchio, 90-year-old Baby Shacks. Stay tuned, but can we keep it real? Coming right up. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Mikey, and this is Can We Keep It Real? We got a special update right now coming out of Boston, Massachusetts. It looks like the jury has found Cadillac Frank Salemi guilty of... The 1993 gangland murder of Stevie DeSaro, a Providence native and a Boston nightclub owner, and also his co-defendant, Paulie the Plummet Wiedek, was also found guilty. Most of the testimony came from Bobby DeLuca and his brother, Joe DeLuca. Bobby DeLuca has become a testifying MVP. And we're also finding out that a federal prosecutor is saying Robert DeLuca will also testify against former Luigi Baby Shacks. Minocchio played a key role in the 1992 gangland slaying. It looks like according to more court documents, a separate upcoming mob trial for that's going to play out in Boston said DeLuca is expected to also testify that Cadillac Salemi ordered the murder of Kevin Harahan in 1992 because Harahan suspected a plot to kill Cadillac Frank. DeLuke ended up passing on Salemi's order to then New England crime boss Louis Minocchio, who organized the murder of Harahan, prosecutors are saying. Kevin Harahan was shot leaving a Federal Hill restaurant in September of 92. Last year, DeLuke who was also cooperating with the government in several cases, pleaded guilty to conspiracy for his role in the crimes. DeLucas reached a plea deal with prosecutors and is scheduled to be sentenced after the Boston wrap-ups. From what I heard, Bobby DeLuca is sentenced to get a 10-year suspended sentence for doing all this testifying. He is also working with investigators in Boston and is on a list of witnesses expected to testify against Salemi, which he already has. But the actual trigger man in the slaying has not been charged, but Channel 12 reported and there was testimony in the trial that it was Eddie Lato and he's suspected in the crime. But the case still remains under investigation. But from what they're saying that DeLuca is now going to testify against Monocchio. And, um, but with DeLuca's shady past, he is a rocky history for the truth that makes him a tough witness. Uh, it goes back to all his credibility, O'Donnell said. If it is true or not, it's something that prosecutors have to figure out. But so far, they say DeLuca has actually, even though he has a shady past, he got a mad convictions, man, because he's been a scumbag, rat, no good, you know what. Monocchio right now, who is 90 years old, was released from prison in 2015 after serving five years for extortion and conspiracy charges for shaking down strip clubs for protection money. 
Bobby Scumbag DeLuca has pleaded guilty to charges that he lied to investigators about whether he knew about the DeSaro murder. And we have to see what's going to happen with Billy Ritchie, who opened this whole can of worms after he was busted for renting to some people that were growing pot and he had knowledge. He told them about the body, and that pretty much led to exhuming the body. And once they got the news exhuming the body, the DeLuca brothers, Cadillac Frank, everybody in this case knew what was coming down. But Bobby DeLuca is really like the lowest of the low. How many more people is he going to take down? And he's going to get a free pass? How does this man continue to get a free pass? He got a free pass years ago. He put nine guys in prison about five years ago. Bobo Marapisi, also Eddie Lato. He put Menachio in prison. He wore a wire against all these guys. Anthony de St. Laurent been saying for years that Bobby DeLuca was no good, that Bobby DeLuca was a stool pigeon, that Bobby DeLuca was a rat. Several ice-cold mob cases are now starting to heat up since Bobby DeLuca was caught up in a federal case out of Boston. Like I said, he already pleaded guilty to charges that he lied to FBI, but DeLuca is like an MVP key witness in the trial against Cadillac Frank, and now it looks like he's going to be a key witness in Eddie Lato's trial, Monacchio's trial. Who else is going to fall? Like I said, DeLuca pleaded to cooperate with Rhode Island authorities in the Harahan murder case with a plea deal with federal prosecutors in Boston. And from what I understand personally, Bobby DeLuca is going to get a 10-year suspended sentence for him lying to investigators. And if he stays out of trouble, he won't serve any time in prison at all. Not bad for sending guys to jail for hundreds and hundreds of years. Another f informant in the case told Target 12 the night of the Harahan murder, an informant who is now in the witness protection program said, he said the Harahan night was a dark moment in his life. He already grown up identifying cops as bad guys and wanted to be a wise guy himself. He knew his life could go two ways if he didn't turn things around. The ending that Harahan got or he was going to end up in prison. He said he felt that once he started to see the treachery and disloyal that existed in that life, it was important to me to get a different life. The informant is now living in another part of the country with a new identity after being placed in the Federal Witness Protection Program. Earlier that night, Harahan joined the informant and a group of others for dinner at the Arch restaurant, and it wasn't until the next morning that he heard Harahan had been killed. But, but Harahan was killed after he left that meeting that night at the Arch restaurant. Like, he walked around the block. How could you find out the next morning when it all happened so fast? But several theories kind of have emerged around the motive for the violent end. They're saying that he was shaking down bookies for protection money. Uh, that was retribution to the 82 murder of Raymond Vecchio. And Harahan was also a suspect in that case but never charged. Harahan had a lot of enemies at 39. He was called by the New England mob to take care of scores when people owed them money. He was a real Irish strong arm.
Soon after Harry Hand was killed, the streets were buzzing about rumors about who had killed him. The report I'm reading also says that the informant's decision to work with police and prosecutors to give them information on high-level gangsters, where and why is, it was a risk, but a risk he had to do to get out of that kind of life. It also says he said he was very stressful. Um, every day he thought the chance of getting discovered and getting whacked out. Whoever the hell this informant is that's going to testify alongside Bobby DeLuca, he went on to say that it's very stress. Um, every day changes, getting discovered, chances of getting killed. He figured he could either make a new life for himself or end up eventually dying because he knows he was already a rat. He knows he already told, and he knows eventually all things come out in the wash, especially up near Federal Hill. He was worried about putting trust into federal investigators, wondering if anything got leaked, they would have got him killed right away. But he said after leading six years, leading a double life, the marshals came up and scooped at him, and they put him in another part of the country with a new identity. This friggin' dude really went on to say that he also keeps in touch with the investigators that helped him turn his life around. He said as much as he didn't want to let himself down, he didn't want to let the investigators down. Now, here's a dude that definitely ain't keeping it real. We already know Bobby DeLuca, Joe DeLuca, and none of them motherfuckers were keeping it real. Who the hell is keeping it real in this case? Has anybody been keeping it real? Everybody's either coming out of the witness protection program, going into the witness protection program, doors are spinning like a motherfucker, paperwork's going left and right. Well, that's about it right now. Well, Cadillac Frank found guilty, first-degree murder, him and Paulie the Plumber Weedick for the killing of Stevie DeSaro. What I don't understand has whenever... How many mafia movies have we watched? How many mafia scenarios have we heard? When has ever a mafia boss transported a body across state lines? When? Just answer that one question for me. Leave a comment. Leave a review down low. But what the fuck is going on with this fuckery? This is your boy. Can we keep it real and we out? Keep it real. Keep it authentic. Keep it 100. And stay tuned for more Can We Keep It Real. Stay tuned for a special Can We Keep It Real where we're going to break down every part of this trial day by day. Starting with today, you're going to hear day one of what happened in open arguments of the Cadillac Frank Salemi case and how Bobby DeLuca is so wrong, so wrong, so wrong and people steep buying his bullshit. This is your boy Mikey, Can We Keep It Real? Keep listening, hit the like, hit the subscribe, yo, but former New England Mafia boss Francis Cadillac Salemi, guilty at 80. And Louis Minocchio is next on Bobby DeLuca's list. Alright, it's your boy Mikey. So, a case that started back in 1992 with the day that Stevie DeSaro never made it home. And officially, it started in the court on May 9th of 2018. Day one went like this. We had opening statements from both sides. Prosecutors are saying, Stevie DeSaro, <clears throat> he made the ultimate mistake. He got too close to Cadillac Salemi. 
and defense attorneys are saying you can't trust none of these government witnesses, which if you've seen the government witnesses, no, you couldn't trust them. We had guys like Joseph DeLuca, Bobby DeLuca. Bobby DeLuca has testified against countless, countless people over the years, and he's still getting away with it. We had um, we had a guy that's in the witness protection program. So day one pretty much started like this. Stevie DeSaro, a Boston businessman and Providence native, got too close to Frank Cadillac Salemi and ended up paying the ultimate price, according to prosecutors. On day one of the trial, Cadillac Frank was dressed in a gray suit with a blue tie and he was looking thin. Salemi was brought into the courtroom in a wheelchair, but he stood up and walked a short distance to the defense table. He didn't look like the man that he was in 1992, that's for sure. The jury listed 10 women and 8 men, and they heard instructions from U.S. Attorney Wilshack. And then how he would lay out the narrative that led to DeSaro's death and what prompted the case to be a quarter century later to be heard in court today in 2018. This trial, you heard so many Rhode Island names that were front and center of the trial that you've been hearing on the news for years and in the streets of Providence, Rhode Island. We all know that longtime former... Bobby DeLuca, former co-defendant, and his brother Joseph, an associate and former mill building owner William Ritchie, as well as Thomas Hillary. They all testified against Caddy Frank. Hillary was close friends with Raymond Jr. and Patriarca, and he's the one that actually brought DeSaro into Salemi's world. The state went on to say that DeSaro just got too far into the world of organized crime and he couldn't back out. He became too close to Caddy Frank and Little Frankie. The government says that Salemi Jr., who we know as Little Frankie, died of natural causes, strangled the lifeless body out of DeSaro in May of 93. Paulie the Plumber Wiedek held his legs down and the elder Salemi was there. Also, you'll end up hearing how Steve the Rifleman Flemmy walked in on the murder and just happened to say, okay, I'm leaving, and turn around and left. I don't think Flemmy ever walked away from a murder in his life. The government went on to say that one night DeSaro was drunk inside his bar and he was talking to his brother, Ronald Wheeler. He told his brother that he'd been summoned to see the big guy, Frank Salemi. That's when DeSaro was brought to Salemi's home in Sharon, Mass., where he was killed. That was when the allegedly famous Boston stool pigeon, Stephen the Rifleman Flemmy, one of Salemi's closest friends, allegedly walked in on the murder. Flemmy's going to testify that Frankie Salemi Jr. and Paulie Wiedek struggled to kill DeSaro. He said he saw Frankie Jr. holding DeSaro around the neck and Paulie the plumber was lifting DeSaro's feet off the ground. He said he told Salemi, I'll see you later, and he left. Yeah, that's a lie. The government saying that Frankie Jr. became a silent partner in DeSaro's nightclub when the businessman came under the microscope of the FBI. The motive of the murder was clear. 
Mr. Salemi was protecting himself and protecting his son. Paulie the plumber was a willing participant in the murder. When it came time for the defense to do their opening statements, both of them, Salemi and Weedick's lawyer, told the jury, you can't trust these government witnesses. They're rats. They're stool pigeons. They're sneaks. Bobby DeLuca lied to the FBI over and over, and people still keep believing this guy. Defense attorneys went on to say how Mr. Flemmy, Mr. DeLuca, they're accomplished liars with a history of lying and a history of being convicted of lying. And they also told the jury that these two men, Mr. DeLuca and Mr. Flemmy, they're experienced in working the judicial system and they know how to play a jury. They've done it over and over again. When little snakes in the grass like this get caught, these guys just don't try to survive. They do whatever it takes to get away with this shit. Whatever it takes to not spend a day in a cage. That's what they're experienced at doing. Salemi's attorney went on to continue the testimony saying he understands that his client is no angel. He also said that Cadillac Frank grew up in a different era than we know of today. There were killings back then. That just happened. It was a way of life where you grew up. It was pretty more or less a kill or be killed. But the attorney went on to say just because he done bad things doesn't mean he done this. He is presumed innocent. And at this trial, both defense attorneys will probably be going different, having different strategies uh, because it don't look like Paulie Wiedek, the only thing that evidence they really have on him is uh, Frank Flemmy admitting that he seen Paulie the plumber in the house when Stevie DeSaro was getting killed. Most of the evidence points to Salemi meeting Joseph DeLuca in North Providence, Rhode Island to deliver the body. And then, you know, Joseph DeLuca allegedly went to um, Billy Ritchie's place, not with his brother Bobby, which that seems weird too because, you know, when you're involved in things like this, you're not thinking, oh, God forbid something happens, you stay home. No, you're in it together. You go do things like this together. That's just what you do. But, yo, check out more from Can We Keep It Real. This is day one of the Cadillac Salemi trial. I'll bring you each day what happened, what went down. So those of you that couldn't catch up to the trial, you can have a chance to see exactly how everything went down. This was the first day of testimony, opening statements from prosecutors, from the defense. This was the Cadillac Frank Salemi trial. Stay tuned more. Can we keep it real? Keep it real. Keep it authentic. Keep it a hundred.